Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Alrighty, well, here we are, part two, my brother, Brandon Hare, and uh, he told us a beautiful story about he and his wife, Kristen, his family, and the power of God showing up right. a, as a young man that would just put an impression on your life that, man, the mission of God and eternity are real, and right. now how are we going to take that into the business world? And you've had quite a, quite a wild ride. We were just talking about yeah. obedience creates the adventure of a lifetime. That's right. And... Um, uh, I often think of that scripture that uh, in Ephesians where it says that God wants to do above and beyond all that we could ask or think. Right. So for all the dreamers and adventurers That's out right. there, you can think about a lot. Oh, yeah. But can I tell you that God has greater oh, yeah. things right. than you can think of, which is pretty big. That's right. Right? Not always the same as you would dream about. That's right. But it's God's dreams versus our dreams. So, hey, I just want to cut you loose. Just talk to us about God leading you into your current yeah. position role. Sure. Uh, how the Holy Spirit led you to begin to yeah. contend for revival and the revival that's happened. Yeah. So build our faith. Tell us the story. Yeah. So um, again, like I, like I mentioned last time, you know, career in banking and uh, and I had a, a mentor at the time who, who really challenged me to just consistently ask God, Lord, what am I here for and who am I here for? Yeah. And well, can I pause for a second? Sure. Not what am I here for, but who am I here for? The right. second part of that that's question exactly right. is huge, right? Right. Because so many times it's me finding mine. If I could just find that purpose of God that makes me worth something. Right. Versus it's always going to be connected to somebody else. Right. 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 We we're blessed to be a blessing, not just blessed to be blessed. Right. Anyway, I know you preach that. So keep Yeah, going. man. Yeah. That's it. That's good. Um, I, I think in, in that time, in that season, I was going through these different things of, hey, is it okay for me to want to be successful? Is it yeah, okay for me to sure. want to drive? And Lord, if you're in it, let's do that, whatever that looks like. And then having that China experience of, man, I know, I know I'm willing to die for my faith, but mm -hmm. am I willing to put the mortgage up? Mm -hmm. uh, and so those are the conversations internally, like, well, is it different? Is it not? And so mm -hmm. then finding God and asking the Lord, what am I here for? Who am I here for? And watching some uh, fellow banker and friend of mine come to know Jesus just by having lunch together. We were just present, just having lunch. The Lord said specifically, this was the, the man I was here for, comes to know Jesus. Kristen and I uh, get pregnant with Hunter, uh, our awesome son, our oldest, and we decide, you know, we want to move back home. And so at the time, my brother-in-law, Brad, uh, Kristen's brother, uh, was working at uh, Neighborly here or the Dwyer Group right in Waco. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, man, you need to come check this out. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we, we did. We, we said, okay, Lord, if this is where you have us, let's go to Waco, Texas. This was the place that we drove through all the time. Yes, like, man. That, that you didn't want to stop. We did not want to stop. <laughs> like, we can, we can wait till we get to Temple or, or Belton to stop, you know, just a little further down the road. Um, but came in and Chris and I said, you know what, Lord, this is, this is it. As we're pulling out of, of, uh, our, our place there, uh, I get a letter in the mail. I was like, I'm gonna check the mail as we're leaving to go to Waco. I get a letter in the mail, letting me know I owe tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. Oh, it's like, you are joking me, man. Like, Lord, are you sure we're supposed to go? Um, God took care of all that, but we get to Waco and I start at, uh, neighborly at the Dwyer group. Um, basically in sales, starting in franchise sales. Uh, and man, just 
was one of the hardest transitions ever. Yeah, I mean, it, a, a it was a tough transition. Yeah, so let, let's stop for a minute. It, sure. It, it is, the will of God isn't easy. Right. It's just satisfying. That's right. Right? So yeah. talk about tough for a second. Oh, man. Uh, we Kristen uh, had lo- stopped her income, and I had dropped income to come to work here and was like, man, if I'm successful, I can make all that back up. But then all the pressure on me and new baby and we're in this tiny apartment and we're trying to figure out life and Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out quiet times with a newborn and what does this look like? And Mm. man, it, it was, it was rough. Uh, And, and our role is not an eight to five role. You know, you're taking clients in and out and it's 10 o'clock at night sometimes, or it's 4am you're making phone calls. So it's, it's not eight to five. Um, so it was, it was really hard. And then stack on top of that, at that point in time, you know, I started at very entry level. Uh, at that point in time, we had 300% turnover in our department. Yeah. So you didn't make friends because they weren't going to be there on Friday. I know everybody uh, that's worked at the company at least once. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're, we're, we're working. We're past that now. But yeah, yes. there's a lot of folks who, who have worked here or there in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, but come in and just trying to be faithful like okay lord i know you've called me here i know this is where you have me but this is really hard like this is really difficult um are you sure this is where you have me because you know i could go back to banking tomorrow lord we could Mm -hmm. do that you know let's Mm -hmm. do that i think i have a better plan um and just the wrestle and so then uh as um i get there i just started praying you know what lord could you just send me one person Mm. could you just send me one man of God that I could pray with, like, mm. just send me one encourager. Um, and God brought me a man named Gary Landon mm-hmm. and man, Gary's yes. unbelievable, Rock. faithful yes. brother. Mm. He and I still meet to this day, mm-hmm. uh, almost a decade later at yes. seven thirty on Tuesday mornings to pray for our families, to pray for our city, to pray for our company. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it was awesome. And so Gary and I start meeting and Man, it, it was amazing. Uh, God really showed up, and nothing happened. It actually got harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, another good lesson. Another good lesson, right? Yes. Though the vision, Terry, wait for it. <laughs> That's it. Right? That's yeah. exactly right. Um, but really seeking in and praying and going, okay, Lord, I know, I know what Your Word says. I know Your Word says in Isaiah twenty six three, You'll keep in perfect peace those mm-hmm. who are steadfast mm-hmm. on You. Mm-hmm. I, I want perfect peace. Yeah. Lord, I know in Isaiah 59.1 that you say your arm's not too short right. to reach down. So I know you're trying to show me something if yeah. you're not reaching in and saving me. Mm. Uh, and so 18 months go by, and Gary and I are praying and seeking God and and honestly getting ridiculed, right? Uh, sure. the, joke, the joke that Gary and I started years ago is we're the underground church in Waco. Uh, it, it's, it <laughs> was the amount a, of persecution. For, for the amount of persecution, yeah. yeah. Um, and folks would stop by and, oh, man, you guys aren't making your sales. You probably should pray harder on Tuesday. I mean, little mm. snide comments where you go, Lord, let's, let's do this, Lord. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just constantly pressing in and pressing in. And then uh, Gary and I meeting, and, I, and I'll never forget Gary coming in one Tuesday and he goes, dude, we've been doing it wrong. He said, I think God wants us to pray. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. we are. Um, but he opens up his word uh, on his tablet, and he says, man, read this. And, and Luke 1, he goes, let's put ourselves in the disciples' uh, shoes. They're watching Jesus and could ask him for anything. Lord, teach me how to heal the sick. Lord, teach mm. me how to raise the mm. dead. Lord, teach me how to walk on water. And what do they right. ask him? Lord, teach us how to pray. Mm. And literally in that moment, stuff shifted. And Gary and I said, we're going to do something that is so innate. And when people ask for prayer, 
because I think as believers, especially in the Bible Belt, you've mm-hmm. experienced it, I've experienced it, I've done it, yep. where you say, hey, will you pray for me? Right. Oh, you bet, brother. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So Gary set a challenge, and he said, hey, bro, when, when people ask you for prayer or when you ask me for prayer, we're going to do it right there. Yes. We're going to pray right there. Mm-hmm. And literally, you can't make this stuff up. A man opens up the door at that moment and goes, hey, man, I know you guys are fixing to do your prayer thing. Uh, could you could you just pray for me real quick? I have this going on. And Gary and I look at each other like, "Go, come on in, man. He's like, no, I don't have time. He's like, well, when's your, when's your call? Oh, it's in five minutes. Won't take five minutes. Come on in. Mm. And watching God do a work and do a yeah. shift and seeing now, I mean, seeing guys praying on – webinars now or before uh pandemic praying together and just mm-hmm. it has been such a encouraging incredible ride just watching god do his thing yeah. um so yeah it's been it's been amazing well so okay so let, let's unpack that a little bit more so yeah. you're going to work you've right. got a mission you know you're called by god right so then you start incorporating the kingdom right, right. gary and i are praying together right then we hit resistance right normal normal stuff for right. kingdom forward movement. Sure. So now we're getting a breakthrough. God right. gives a word of wisdom. That's right. right. Just from the word of God. That's hey, right. we're ace and teach us to pray. We're going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Then that starts unlocking things. So take us from take us from that to the last five years, right? So yeah. so how did that the, those beginning breakthroughs just start multiplying out and what does that look like? Yeah, so it, it just continues from there. Um, where uh, you know, I, I got this this word, and, and I talk about it obviously in in the book. Um, but I got this word from God to to be a pest, and I thought, okay, Lord, what does that even mean? Uh-huh. He says, I want you to be a man of prayer, of excellence, strength, and truth. Oh, and to be a man great. of excellence, that means showing up on time. It yeah. means when you're supposed to be in a meeting, be in a meeting. Be a right. man of strength, that means pressing in. Yep. Truth, integrity, even when it hurts. Mm-hmm. When it could cost you a commission or could right. cost you a deal or whatnot. Right. Integrity. Yep. So those little things. And then going through and just walking circles around the, the building and praying and really pressing in. I remember having in early days, having a diagram, I drew of our building and I would just, I would walk it and I'd pray and I'd put an X every single day and just praying and praying and praying. Uh, and then God just slowly started opening the doors where a couple other folks would come in and they'd start praying with Gary and I. And then folks would from, from other buildings would stop by and they'd go, hey man, I, I have this thing going on, my family's sick, or the, the thing that God has, has done, which is just so cool, uh, we, we have this random ministry of, you know, people can't get pregnant, and so they come to us uh, and would say, hey guys, you know, we we're told by our doctors we're, we can't have children, or hey, we've done in vitro, and we can't have children, and so Gary and I were like, let's just pray and see what God does. And there's now there's babies. I just got a text yesterday from from a friend of mine who was told they couldn't have children. Had their first yesterday. Had their second son. Wow! Uh, and just watching God do His thing. I yes. Mean, Lord, we're just asking that you do it again. Like mm. I, we know you can. We just want you to do it one more time. Mm. Uh, and so and then seeing salvations and seeing. I mean, hundred plus people have come to know Jesus. Hundred plus people by and, praying. And our yeah. and yeah by praying and in folks your network in. of relationships, work yeah. relationships, yeah. and vendors yeah. and right. people connected to you. Yeah, so yeah. so through through Neighborly or through uh, us inviting folks, hey, you know what, why don't you come to our life group? Or, hey, why don't you uh, just just seeing life and seeing Gary and I really set in and, and being those men of just mm-hmm. being pests, right? Being yeah. men of prayer, excellent yeah. strength and truth. 
Um, there's there's now it's over 120 at Neighborly, and then with franchisees. So God has taken it to where now I get to do webinars or I get to do uh, video calls with their teams, and I've done Bible studies in New York, and I've done Bible mm-hmm. studies in Washington State, and Tennessee, and Florida, mm-hmm. and because they're like, hey man, would you just mind doing something with our team? Yeah. And watching folks that I before all this went on wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to reach. And wow. so there's over 100 folks in the franchisee space who've come to know Jesus. Just love it. being faithful. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, I worked in business a little bit, and, uh, you know, that was my whole deal. Hey, I don't want to be a Christian businessman. I want to be a businessman on mission. Yeah. And so I want to go back to one of the things. We got the big story, and, and again, I want to encourage you guys to get the book, The Business Revival by Brandon Hare, and I'll show it to you for those that are watching it live. But um, – the, the other thing I would say is go back to you said, so we circled up, we, we yeah. mapped out the building, and you said we prayed. So what did you pray? What do you pray when you're walking around your yeah. building? That's great. What are you asking God to do? Yeah, so uh, either hearing the stories or knowing the folks uh, in those right. offices, okay. praying for them specifically. Call them by name. Call them by name, yeah, or walking okay. by. You know, the, uh, the team knows I have, a, I have a ring on my right hand, and I'll tap, I'll tap the door as I go by. Tap, tap, Lord bless them, Lord bless mm-hmm. them. Uh, and, and truly the ones that are the hardest to love on are the ones that I'm praying the hardest blessings on. Mm. Lord, would you surround them with Psalm yes. 512. Surely, mm-hmm. Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with favors with a shield. I pray you shield this person. I pray mm-hmm. give them favor, God. Yes. Do what only you can do. Um, but we would just pray, Lord, we want revival. God, we want revival in our C-level executives. We want revival in our mid-level management. We want revival all throughout this company and our franchisees. We want our franchisees to, to love Jesus. We want to be a place where people burn with a passion for you, God. Mm. We want your purpose. We want you to come forth. We want you to do what only you can do. Marriage is restored. We we want to see children born. We want to see cancer healed. We want people who come to the office yeah. who don't know Jesus and say, I heard this is the place I can find him. Mm. That's what we want. Come on. That's it. Come on. So I, could, I was just going to say, hey, describe revival. You just described it. <laughs> and all it. that is is the book of Acts. And and maybe maybe just to kind of shift it, and I'm going to give you the last word. Yeah. Uh, but again, <laughs> I want to encourage you on um, uh, this is the book here, the business revival, and uh, where uh, Brandon shares a lot of the story that he just shared with us. Yeah. But um, you know that's that's been my deal from the beginning. Uh, when I first surrendered to Jesus, it was always. Um, whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, we do all for the glory of God. So whether yeah. I was working a part-time job or That's whether it. I was working at a chemical company or whether I was working in sales, it was everything's Jesus yeah. or not. Right? We're not we're not living compartmentalized lives. And so, so in one way, revival's not that far away. Right. It's just the activation of the believer That's right. to believe that they matter That's in right. the place that God's put them and then act like... Uh, a Christian, right? Sure. right. <laughs> Act like a person on yeah. mission, yeah. Uh, filled with the Holy Spirit to do God's will. So, uh, preach it back to me. Yeah. Uh, if, if you if you had just a group of people that were saying, "Well, you know, I don't do the church thing, and I'm I I you know I know the Lord, but it's a private thing, and sure. y- you know I try to be a good guy at work." Sure. Kind of blow through that and get us to the mission of God 
Yeah, yeah. So, so shot at it. I think one of the things the the guys who did the book trailer did a fantastic job where they said, you know, just imagine you're up on stage, right? Imagine I'm up on I'm on stage with you, and you say, hey guys, we're sending this guy out. You know, yeah. he's been faithful. He's learned the language. Mm-hmm. He's spent a lot of time studying, and we're sending this man of God out, and we're actually mm-hmm. sending him to a place that has been unreached and untouched, mm-hmm. and this is a place that needs Jesus more than anywhere else mm-hmm. in the entire planet, mm-hmm. and it's his full time job. Mm-hmm. And watching the audience go, oh, yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. Why? Because you are being sent out on mission. And sometimes the hardest place to dig in is the place God has already sent you. Yeah. And the mission has already been sent ahead of you. You just got to tap mm-hmm. into it and ask yes. God, Lord, you sent me here. Even if this is a private thing, yep. Lord, you, you sent me to this place. Mm-hmm. You sent me to a time such as this. You yes. sent me to a place such as this. Yeah. The people that are next to me in the cubicle next to me, I can actually lay a hand on that cubicle and just say, mm-hmm. Lord, would you bless this person today mm-hmm. and be done. Mm-hmm. Setting an alarm on my phone uh, on my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I challenged some, some folks in our young adults. said, hey, set an alarm for your birthday, right? December 6th, so 12-6. Yeah. And pray for the hardest person to love. Yeah. at your place of work mm. and watch what Jesus does. And Love it's it. amazing. 12.06 every day I'm on the phone with that person or they're calling me randomly. Yeah. And the mission is so much fun. It's mm. so much fun. And you see God move when you just stop and go, you know what? I am here because of Jesus. Mm. Yes. And everything bleeds from that. Absolutely. I yeah. am here, wherever that here is. Yes. I'm on that soccer field. Mm-hmm. I'm on that flag football field. I'm on date night with my wife. Absolutely. I am here mm-hmm. because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And watch what he does with that. Amen. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, hey, pray for everybody listening today that okay. we would see Jesus and yeah. be just impacted with the glory of God and then embrace it with all of our hearts. Go for awesome. it, brother. Papa, we love you. Yes. Uh, we just praise you, God. I pray that you would show yourself mighty. Lord, I pray that you would remove uh, those ideologies that, man, you can't have a revival in business. I pray this would be the time and the season where we see that revival, where we see people praying for the folks next to them. We see them praying for the folks in the office. We see folks walking around buildings. We f- see business professionals walking to Antioch, laying hands on our church building, praying yes. for our pastors. We pray, Jesus, this is a time where the business side is not only the provision, but also a piece of the vision. Yes, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would show yourself mighty today mm-hmm. and that you would bring revival. Yes, God, we pray. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Uh, Hey, stay tuned. We're going to keep rolling out the stories of God until everyone has a passion for Jesus and his purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.